We can't lie to ourselves though in any of these. So we can't say these things and not believe them, which is why you have to kind of go along the three levels. You've got to start a core unshakable. Then you go to the ones that you kind of like iffy about. Sometimes you're not exactly 100% certain that they're true at all times with you, but, but you feel comfortable enough expressing them. And you sit there long enough until the idea of saying, you know what, I'm becoming a better person every single day or I'm doing amazing things in the world or making the world a better place. Those sound really big, but if you know you're walking the path, they're also true. You're just not at the end point of it. Welcome to the Ignited Recovery Podcast, a new way forward for anyone looking for answers but feeling left out. If you've been searching for empowerment, triumph, and purpose, you've found them right here. You won't hear the same solutions and you're not gonna have any excuses to fall back on because Ignited Recovery allows heroes to rise and become their best selves. I'm Dr. Adi Jaffe and I can't wait to be your guide on this journey. Are you ready to become an Ignited Hero? Most of the people that I work with um, are very good problem solvers. So, you know, they see what's, they kind of are able to scan what's happening in their world physically in front of them or psychologically in front of what they have to do. And they're constantly, constantly troubleshooting. I gotta, I gotta connect this person with that person or I gotta close that deal this way or this is how I'm gonna, you know, get the debt to cover the, uh, what, you know, what we have to do to close this deal. I was always, always thinking about how to troubleshoot. Mm-hmm. Kind of like 12 balls in the air at the same time kind of thing. That's all good and it helps a lot of us become successful and it also creates this practice for us to focus on what's not working all the time. Because you're not sitting around trying to troubleshoot the stuff that's going well. Mm-hmm. Right? When you're having fun, when you're in the middle of flow, you're not troubleshooting. Yeah. You're just in it. And that probably also happens in business. Like sometimes you just lock into it and right. it just feels really good. Right. The thing is most of us don't train ourselves to go back into that place. And, and for that, we need to create the other side so we can have i call it a negativity bias but it's essentially the risk assessment the repair the troubleshooting bias my the the kind of example i use for that always it's that thing where you can walk into a room let's say you got home from work dinner's on the table kids are all there lights are dim and it, it all looks nice and like a towel over there in the left hand corner and you walk in the house you're like what the fuck's a towel doing over there Everything is perfect, but there's a little towel on the corner on the floor and it's your brain goes to what has to be fixed. Mm-hmm. And again, that's, that works really well from the success mindset. It doesn't work well from the enjoyment, joy, fulfillment <laughs> yeah. mindset, right? Because right. there's always something wrong. Right. Nothing is ever perfect. Mm-hmm. And so this journal, and I, this is my eighth or ninth one already. I, I actually do this myself every day. Yeah. Um, my clients kind of joke because I, I post mine on Instagram every morning. And, um, and I do it just to show people the, the continuity. Super simple. Three things you're grateful for, three things that would make today a good day, and one positive affirmation. And I'm gonna go through each one of these in sequence, and they're all important, but they're all important for completely different reasons. Things I'm grateful for. Our brain processes the questions and answers the questions we ask of it. So we're trained to look for what needs repair. Mm-hmm. And so in a, worm, in a room that is perfect, we will find the thing that requires repair and we will focus on it. This question says, what's going well? What are you already grateful for? 
So your brain has to answer the other question, which is, oh, what's going well? And you have to start looking around. Initially, it can be hard. Maybe it's not. Um, but I will just say they can be big things. They can be small things. Like today, I think my the gratitudes I put on Instagram were like, I was grateful for my breath. I was grateful for um, um, my, it was my kids. Oh, for like morning walks because I was walking around outside just as the sun like mm-hmm. was coming up. So really, really, it could be really simple things or it could be like an amazing deal to just close or the new plane, whatever. It can be anything you want. I do urge people, if we focus on things like the plane, also add what about it you're grateful because you're not grateful for the metal. So it could be like my new jet, because of the freedom it gives me in going where I want, whenever I want, right? So, because we don't want the plane, we want what it gets us, right? So I'm grateful for. As you start training yourself, this was actually something that happened to me with one of my Dallas clients and it hadn't happened before, but I wanna make sure I, I, I caution all my clients now. Somebody had already taught him this like a year before I'd met him. So he was doing it every day, but he used the same three things every day. So it was, he was grateful for his marriage, his kids, and it was either his success or his like ability to achieve or something like that. Those are great things to be grateful for. But when you give the same answer every day, the message you're sending your brain is these are the three things I have to be grateful for. You have 150,000 things to be grateful for. Your breath, your hair, uh, a new pair of shoes that you really like a morning sunrise, a good cup of coffee, like anything. And the message I want you to send your brain is in every moment on earth, while I'm here and breathing, I've got like a hundred things to be grateful for. I just have to pick them out of the fray. So that's number one. Gradually over time, it creates a positivity vibe. So you can be sitting in the middle of a storm. Everything's falling apart around you. And you know what? I'm grateful for my breath and my kids love. I got this, right? Next thing, does that all make sense? Yes. Any questions on that one? Okay. Next one is what would make today great? This is, um, I equate this to more of the whole like Churchill or I think it's actually Eisenhower, you know, uh, plans are useless. Planning is essential or uh, to fail to plan is to plan to fail. That's a Churchill quote, I think. So many of us want to have amazing days. We want to have success, but we rarely define what success actually will mean today. So it may like in business, it may have been, okay, the next sale, when I sell the company and I make however many millions, that'll be a success. Okay, but that's like, that could be like a three-year mark. What does today mean in terms of success? And so, like for me, I think yesterday, it was like having an amazing first day with you. I was also onboarding a new um, high-end client service person. I put four things that would make today great. Um, A fun and joyful birthday for my sister who's in Israel. Our kids, our boys getting along all day, which by the way, they got along better than they have in a very, very long time. And my gratitude group in the morning being amazing because I knew I wasn't leading it and I wanted somebody else to have a really good go at it. The beautiful thing about it is you can then look at your day and go, oh, like today was a great day. Like I wanted to achieve four things. Three of them got achieved and the other one about halfway through was a really good day. And you start being able to celebrate the signposts along the way to your major successes. One of the biggest things, and we will definitely do this a little bit today, but we will 100% get a big picture of it done before the end of the three months, is we want to know where we're going. Just like in business, we want to know where we're going. What is the goal? What do I want to feel like? Where do I want to wake up? Who do I want to wake up with? What do I want to be doing during my day? 
if we don't know explicitly where we're going, we'll never get there, right? Um, if I told you, hey, okay, we're going to meet in Southern California. I'll, I'll see you sometime in March. This would never happen. We've got to be specific. This is the address. This is the time. This is the hour. So the same thing with our everyday life. Daily affirmations are one of the toughest exercises for most people I work with. Now, again, you've done all the gym road stuff. So maybe, maybe this won't be for you. Um, but I always like to split up affirmations into three levels. The first time somebody asked me to fill out a daily affirmation, positive daily affirmation about me. So it, it's a, I am statement. I am something good about myself. Um, my therapist, when I was almost lost my marriage to Sophie, wouldn't start a session until I did three positive affirmations. And he had this double-sided sheet. I got much better at it over time, but the first time he gave it to me, it took me like five minutes to come up with three positive adjectives about myself. I was in a world of hurt. Life wasn't going well. I think I, I'm smart because I'd always been told that since I was a kid. And like the other two are really tough. Um, and so I've created kind of like a system to help people figure out affirmations if they're difficult. So daily affirmations, I put, I put them into three categories. First one I call core affirmations. Mm -hmm. These are the things you just know they're true, 100%. Like for you, it may be I'm a hard worker. You know, um, I'm capable of achievement or I've achieved a lot of my life. Whatever it is that feels right to you, we'll talk about them specifically in a second as we do them. Here's the important thing when you do affirmations, especially when you're starting out practicing them regularly. You can't bullshit yourself. So when you say something, you have to know with 100% certainty that it's true because it's the thing that ends this practice. And if you lie to yourself, your brain is smart enough. It's going to call the whole thing off. It's like, all right, we can keep doing this shit for as long as we want, but you don't believe it. So like, for instance, for me, I heard I was smart since like first grade or kindergarten or whatever. So I'm smart, just resonates. It was easy for me. Not a big question whether I'm actually motivated enough to do anything with those smarts or that. Those were like follow up questions. It took me a little while to work on, but I'm smart was easy. Core affirmations you need to be 100% committed to. Your world could be falling apart and you would still know this thing is true about you. I know a lot of incredibly successful, like billionaires, politicians, world famous musicians. They fucking struggle with this one. Yeah. Like it's, it was actually really interesting because, you know, I, when I struggled, I thought there was something wrong with me. Yeah. I mean, I just cheated on my uh, fiance at the time. Actually, yeah, fiance at the time. And um, almost lost the marriage. I felt like a piece of shit. So the reason it was hard for me to come up with a positive affirmation, I didn't think was questionable. I was like, well, I'm a piece of shit. So it's really hard for me to come up with something. Yeah. Um, and I've since learned it's hard for everybody. It's hard for people on disability who are barely able to afford like my online platform all the way to billionaires who like go take meetings with the president. Right. And I mean, I'm, the reason I'm saying that is most people on the outside would think that the guy who's worth like $20 billion that's going to meet with Trump or Obama or Clinton or whoever um, sees themselves as pretty fucking great. Yeah. And then it comes to this really, really simple exercise of like, I don't know, man, we got we to gotta think about this one. <laughs> so core affirmations are level one. I don't care if it takes us six months to get comfortable with core affirmations. We do not leave this zone. We only utilize things that feel fully authentic. So we'll come up with them for you. I'll talk about the next piece. The reason this is hard, the reason level one is hard is we're not used to saying good things about ourselves. There's so much negative self-talk in all of our heads. And so we have to beat that first. Gratitude 
doesn't beat our negative self-talk. We can be grateful for a lot of things on the outside and still fucking hate ourselves. Right. What we want today to be good does not mean that we're not pieces of shit walking through a good life. Yeah. A lot of people would be willing to admit that. This piece right here is different. It's owning something good about me. Not me doing something good. It's I am good in some way. So it, it takes people a lot of time. Sometimes it's a week. Sometimes it's a month. Sometimes it's three to six months. Yeah. We stay here and we don't move up until this feels easy. Easy. Like I got, I'm smart or I'm a hard worker. I'm capable. I'm doing good in the world. Whatever that is, right? Like when we have that down, we can move to the next place. And I call that expanded affirmations. Now we're moving into the things where, you know, some days we feel 90% about them, some days 70, sometimes it's 100, but rare. They're the things that kind of go around us. So like, for instance, one of the ones for me is I'm smart was a core for me. I, I felt solid about that one. Um, but like I'm resilient was one of my expanded ones. Now I've just been out of jail, right? I was reinventing my life. And I could kind of look at myself and go, look, maybe I'm not the most resilient person on the face of the planet, but like not everybody would make it through that and go get a PhD. Like I could see that. And then following that was I'm a hard worker, which was actually took me a long time to get to because the story when I was growing up, for instance, what I heard from my parents all the time was I was smart but lazy. So it took me a while to get to hard worker. But those became kind of like some of the basic three ones that I would use a lot. Expanded affirmations, you don't have to be 100% certain. Right. But following core, you're at least certain enough of them that you don't feel like you're lying to yourself. These are these are things you know for the most part are true about you. And now most people don't leave those two levels. It can take you a year to get comfortable with expanded affirmations. But now like, so there's a, a basic one that um, a clinician did, um, did research on and it was every day in every way I'm getting better and better and better. Um, yeah, so that's that's one that's been researched pretty well. It's not really admitting much good about you. It's just saying that you're getting better. Sometimes people use that as core because they know they're in the process. I don't care what they are. Like, it can be I'm great in bed. Like, I don't give a fuck what these things are. It's just a, the practice is about saying good things about ourselves in a way that doesn't feel like we're disingenuous, in a way that doesn't feel like we're lying, in a way that doesn't feel like we're showing off. Because that's the other thing that comes up for a lot of people. They've been trained at an early age that if you say something nice about yourself, you're being snobbish or you're being, mm-hmm. you're showing off, you're, you're you know, being uh, prideful in some way. Yeah. Um, by the way, as if there's something wrong about being proud of your, your own positive aspects. It's not to say that there aren't negative aspects. Mm-hmm. Level one, core affirmation. Level two, expanded affirmation. Mm-hmm. The next piece is beautiful. Not everybody has to get to it, but it's aspirational affirmation. And this is, I don't know if you ever heard people talk about, I know I'm in LA and California, so this is a little woo-woo, but people talk about manifesting the life that they want, all that kind of stuff. I mean, Rome, like Tony Robbins, like, you know. Well, talk. and then of course, you know, um, I mean, any spiritual teacher. Any spiritual. hundred percent. And, and even, by the way, Tony says all the time, he's like, look, I invented this motherfucker. Like, this is not who Tony was 40 years ago. Yeah. I made this guy. And so we're talking a little bit about this. This is the coolest way. I didn't make it up. I don't remember who did, but I'm going to have to remember to make, to give the um, attribution. Here's the coolest way I heard to really easily explain the idea of manifestation. Then we'll talk about aspirational um, affirmations. If you order something on Amazon or you order something online, you give your credit card, you pick the thing, you put your shipping address and you hit submit. 
you know the thing's coming. You still don't have it. You're putting faith in the world. You're putting faith in Amazon. You're putting faith in your credit card that the thing will follow through and you will get it. Sometimes it's for a pack of gum. Sometimes it's for a plane, right? You didn't like order the plane and then walk out and it was in front of you. It took some time. But we have this belief. I, I put the order in. I paid the money. I'm going to get the thing. Affirmations and um, manifestations are that. You see where you're going. You put in the cosmic order. You still have to put the work in. You still have to pay the fucking money, right? It's not like you don't get it just because you wanted it. But you know. I know where I'm going. I know what I need to do there. I put the order in. If I do the work, it's going to be there at the end. So aspirational affirmations are doing the things that you're becoming. Saying the things that you are in the process of being. And now you're starting to own your future before it shows up, knowing that's going to make you feel more confident. So that's the third level. I'll just say it again. I said it in the beginning. We can't lie to ourselves, though, in any of these. So we can't say these things and not believe them, which is why you have to kind of go along the three levels. You've got to start a core unshakable. Then you go to the ones that you kind of like iffy about. Sometimes you're not exactly 100% certain that they're true at all times with you, but, but you feel comfortable enough expressing them. And you sit there long enough until the idea of saying, you know what, I'm becoming a better person every single day, or I'm doing amazing things in the world or making the world a better place. Those sound really big. But if you know you're walking the path, they're also true. Mm -hmm. You're just not at the end point of it. Right. And so that's the third level and that's the aspirational affirmations. Here's what I found. You do this long enough and you get to a place where finding gratitude is like taking a breath. There's nothing difficult about it. Mm -hmm. The DOJ can be after you for $16 million and you can still wake up, look at your kids and go, I'm so fucking grateful for what I have. Mm -hmm. And then go deal with the shit. But it's not an either or, it's a yes and. Make sense? The next piece about what would make today great gives everybody pause at the beginning of the day to really understand what, are, what, what am I looking for today? You could have 50 business calls, but they can kind of be rote. And you could say to yourself, that's not, um, not going to make it into this thing. I have uh, my friend's birthday party and then Elizabeth and I are going to dinner or we're doing lunch together today. And, um, and yeah, I want to get a good workout in. I don't know, whatever it is that feels right to you. Or it could be, I want to close half my calls today. Whatever feels right goes in there. It gives your brain prioritization. Because you're going to be exposed to a lot of things every single day. Which one of those matter mm -hmm. to make your day great, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then, the, again, obviously the affirmation it has just something to do with the way we carry ourselves. The, the belief in self that we have. Mm -hmm. And for somebody who's as achievement-driven as you are, there can always be the mistaken belief that when I reach a certain goalpost, then I'll feel good about myself. Those are never true. Then there's no number, there's no car, there's no plane. It's like a G4, G6, or 737. Same self-worth that's flying in them. And so um, the self-affirmation is really about building ourselves up to be the person who gets to enjoy all these other things we've done. Thank you for tuning in to the Ignited Heroes Recovery Podcast. I really hope you found the information here useful and that we'll see you back here next week. And look, I want to make sure that this podcast is the most useful it can be for you. So please let me know by emailing info at ignited.com if there are any specific topics or questions you'd like to have addressed. 
As usual, if you like this episode, I would love for you to leave us a five-star review and rating. Thanks, and see you next week.